2: Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now.
1: You're tuning into... Black and White Sports
0: on YouTube. The
1: no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
0: Black and White Sports fans, let's talk about Major League Baseball MLB. A former all star pitcher, Cy Young Award winner, World Series champion has come out and ripped MLB. This former player I'm talking about is CC Sabathia. He is not happy with the state of MLB. Now, guys, we've seen a lot of athletes and former athletes see their sports through a racial lens. And CC Sabathia, I believe, is doing the same as well. This is a man that has benefited greatly from playing Major League Baseball. But however, now it seems like he actually hates the game. And he actually said, folks, that Major League Baseball isn't for black people he actually said that MLB has alienated black players so he had quite a few things folks and um CC Sabathia seems to be pretty angry with Major League Baseball now is there any method to his madness I'm not really sure now it is true that um black American players have been on the decline in Major League Baseball the days of um Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, those those days are long gone. But I believe that the rise of the NBA actually had a lot to do with that during the 1980s, because when I was a kid, we actually played baseball, not really basketball. But nowadays, kids have abandoned the Little League baseball field in favor of basketball for the most part. So we're going to be diving into what CC Sabathia had to say in this video guys, but first make sure you guys go over to blackandwhitenetwork.com for exclusive content, sign up and become a member today. Membership plans just started $5 per month. Rhodes and I post private videos over there on the website just for the members. And it's a lot of stuff that uh, YouTube doesn't really want us to talk about. So sign up and become a member today. If you can't do that, just consider giving a one time donation by clicking the donation tab. More shopping for the merch, use the discount code LaChinaSuts SUETS all one word, and we're going to give you twenty one percent off your purchase. Vote. So, let's get into this, guys. Former All Star rips MLB for alienating Black athletes. Quote: This sport is not for us. Close quote. So CC Sabathia former All-Star World Series champion Cy Young Award winner, doesn't believe that Major League Baseball is for black athletes. Let's dive into this, guys. It says here, since integrating in 1947, Major League Baseball remains a white-dominated league. Less than 10% of the league is comprised of black athletes, while white players make up nearly two-thirds of the sport. Now, if you want to break it down a little bit more Um, out of these uh, 10% black athletes, only about 3% are actually black Americans. If you want to break it down even more, because we know that, um, there's a huge proportion of uh, major league baseball players that are Latino, including black Latinos. And we'll get more into that here in a little bit. It goes on. It says, according to six time all-star and former Cy Young award winner, CC Sabathia, the game isn't doing itself any favors. And trying to become more diverse. The Undefeated recently released an excerpt from Sabathia's new memoir. Where the former World Series champion writes about being a black player in a white dominated league. Quote, baseball is boring too much of the time. This is coming from a former player. He's saying that baseball is boring. But it goes on. Sabathia writes in his book titled Till the End. The game needs to change. And I don't mean using more data to shift guys on the infield. I'm talking about the way people say he played the game the right way. When what they mean is he played it the white way. So now he is bringing in a racial aspect into this. But he goes on, he says, quote, the right way often coincides with fans, broadcasters and coaches who are against player celebrations, bat flips, Fist pumping after a strikeout or dancing across the plate or actions met with criticism, despite creating great highlights for social media. Tempering those highlights will contribute to baseball fans' base growing older, while younger sports enthusiasts flock to the NFL and NBA. Quote, what they mean is they don't like the flair that black and Hispanic guys bring to the field, Sabathia said. You can play baseball a long time, have a lot of fun and make a lot of money. But right now, this sport is not for us. And we know that, Sabathia wrote. If the game doesn't change, it's going to be in trouble and not just with black people. For nearly two decades, Sabathia was an elite major league baseball pitcher. As highly touted and respected as he was in the clubhouse, Sabathia still felt like an outcast. Quote, there were plenty of years in Cleveland when I was the only black player on the roster. New York was better. But even with the Yankees, most seasons, I was one of a maximum of four or five black players on a 25 man roster. Sabathia wrote, that's a lonely place to be at any point in your career. So, man, there's a lot to unload with what Sabathia had to say. My take is, is that Major League Baseball. The reason why you don't see hardly any black American baseball players. It's clear. It's clear because MLB has prioritized Central and South America. There's a bunch of players, you know, from Cuba and Venezuela. They have prioritized getting players from there because one thing, it is a lot cheaper. They can go to Central and South America and sign uh, kids at 15, 16 year olds and put them in these uh, MLB camps down there for to nothing. They don't have to put the investment. Dollar wise, the way they would if the players were actually American. And we've seen that we really, really have. But also, I do believe that a lot of black young black guys look at MLB and they see the game is kind of slow. And it's boring, so they want to flock to uh, Major League, to actually an NBA, and to the NFL. Those two leads, I believe, are just more marketable to young black players. Now, it's kind of funny that Sabathia would say the game is not for us. When you think of it, there's been a whole bunch of black players, if you even want to throw the Latinos in as well, that were all-time greats. Hank Aaron, Frank Robinson, King Griffey Jr., Bob Gibson, Barry Bonds. I can go on and on and on. There's been a lot of great uh, black baseball players. But when he says the game is not for us anymore, is he actually right on that? I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. I believe that the Central American and Latino country factor is a huge part of it because we know MLB will go to Cuba and pick up players and put them in these camps. And I believe that another reason why you don't actually see more black Americans playing is because the kids just don't want to play baseball. They don't. Now, I do believe that MLB could do a better job at actually marketing their product, but they're not even trying to even prioritize that. Because like I said, they can go to Central and South America and get the players much cheaper. And another reason why I believe CC is saying this. He has a book, so I believe he's actually going down the Scotty Pippen route to some degree. He's saying these things to create more controversy to where people will actually go out and buy his book. This is a man that said nothing like this for his whole entire major league baseball career he never complained but now all of a sudden he is complaining about this this is one of the problems I should have with what he had to say why are you talking about this now why didn't you bring this up before he's trying to sell a book I truly do believe he's saying this to get more sales on his book because we know that race hustling right now in sports that is big business big business you know if you Portray yourself as a victim. Then the money seems to come in. That's Colin Kaepernick. And uh, we just found out that. Um, if I'm not mistaken by Sha'Carri Richardson not being selected to the uh, Olympic team, there was an article out there saying she doesn't have to worry because now she could make more money, mainly because she's been put as a victim out there, not blaming her for that. But that is the meteor perception. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this, black and white sports fans? Do you agree with CC Sabathia saying that Major League Baseball is not a sport for black athletes anymore? I just think he's trying to sell a book, but I would like to know what you guys think of this. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on
2: sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Road for Black and White Sports. We continue to get other information coming in about the woke implosion over at the Disney owned yeah that Disney the one that continuously virtue signals the one that continuously destroys certain products that have come out causing them to lose money remember they got raked over the coals during an investor call not too long ago over Gina Carano an investor literally called them out on a call Well, Disney-owned ESPN has been in the midst of a massive meltdown the last week stemming from leaked audio that came out from Rachel Nichols in a private conversation, by the way. And Maria Taylor, one of their analysts, got all up in arms because Rachel Nichols said that Maria Taylor got handed the NBA Finals job in the bubble. Because Maria Taylor was black in wake of the rise of the BLM and the death of George Floyd. Well, a lot of things have come out that's made ESPN look even worse. Mind you, this is a company that destroyed itself and its business model over the last four or five years. Trying to virtue signal, trying to please everybody with identity politics. And oh my goodness... It has all backfired. Now we're getting backstories, including one something that was said about my favorite ESPN Sports Center host, favorite ESPN personality they ever had, was Stuart Scott. And I find this, I look, I find what was said about Stuart to be offensive. And this time it comes by way of uh, former, look, very well-known ESPN anchor Mike Hill. Now, Mike Hills uh, went, went, left ESPN, went to FS1, and is now hosting something called the Black News Channel. I don't know what that is. Uh, I can't figure out why we would need to segregate a news channel uh, based on skin color. But I don't know what's going on there, but he has come out and said some things about ESPN executives. And, wow, some things that were said about not only himself, but in describing Stuart Scott, and uh, I think it's awful. Very quickly, I am wearing our ESP CNN shirt. That's right, the worldwide leader in woke. This is an old school, an oldie, but goodie, as we like to call it. Two days, the rest of the weekend, promo code ESP CNN will get you 25% off this shirt or any other shirt. In the merch store, go grab one now. Okay, Mike Hill, yikes. This is crazy. Mike Hill says he was told he was, quote, too ghetto for promotion at ESPN. The former sports anchor opened up about his past at the network when discussing the current controversy surrounding Maria Taylor and Rachel Nichols. Mike Hill has opened up about his past at ESPN in a recent television appearance. He shared that the culture was, quote, different there and detailed a story in which he was told he was, quote, too ghetto to get a promotion. Wow. Uh, ESPN has been in the headlines lately about an intense uh, controversy surrounding sports journalist Maria Taylor. We just went over that. Rachel Nichols, ESPN NBA correspondent, the host of The Jump, who is white was heard on a 2020 Hot Mic video made public this year, insinuating that ESPN was giving Taylor a plum assignment to improve their diversity agenda. Wow. You go woke, you go broke. Taylor broke her silence on social media earlier this week, writing that though she has taken some punches, she is, quote, still in the fight. Now other former employees are calling out the network for their workplace culture, including Mike Hill. There's Mike Hill. We all know Mike Hill. We've seen him host Sports Center a million times. On the Black News Channel, Hill said it was suggested that he was, quote, to ghetto to get a promotion at the esteemed network. He explained, I did work there nine years. And uh, it's sad when I worked there, there was a certain culture that existed at ESPN. Uh, look, I will give them credit for being the worldwide leader. I probably wouldn't be in the position I am today if it wasn't for those four letters being on my resume. He continued, At the time, I did realize that I did experience a culture at ESPN that maybe exists in other places. The sad thing about ESPN is it can be such a great utopia, but at times it isn't. A lot of times the accountability factor isn't, is select accountability. Uh-oh. There are times where I would do things or I would say things and I would get in trouble for it. My colleagues who didn't look at me would say things and they would be praised for it, he shared. There has not been one black person that has been on air that I can think of did not go through hell at ESPN. Wow. He continued, when I was there, I was told in a meeting with a talent executive, that said, quote, the reason you're not moving up at ESPN is because you're too ghetto. This from an executive, a talent executive there, an old white man. Wow. He'll then list an array of black talent who has gone through the network, including late Stur, uh, the late Stuart Scott, Stephen A. Smith, Jamel Hill, and more. He says Scott, who was known for his popular phrases like, Booya! and let's not forget, cool as the other side of the pillow, and others, was deemed the resident, quote, ghetto anchor. Fuck you, ESPN. According to Hill, anybody that has gone through there, there has been some sense that you have gone through some sort of hell at ESPN. I'll just put it that way, it needs to change. Comparing ESPN and how ABC, quote, cleaned up their culture... Both networks share Disney as a parent company. Hill detailed his journey since leaving the sports network. People are going to look at me and say, you know what, Mike, you're just bitter. I left ESPN eight years ago and I moved on. Okay, so that was the end of the article. So regardless of how you feel, and I'll be, I'll be quite frank with you, I'm pretty sure that Mike Hill is pretty damn woke himself. Okay, if I remember correctly last year, he said some things that, look, were just complete lunacy. But I also don't believe any workplace should be uh, referring in that manner to people that has a resume like Stuart Scott. Okay, I mean, look, Stuart Scott is what? One of the top five guys they've ever had at ESPN? Remember, before uh, Keith Oberman lost his ever-loving mind, it was Dan Patrick, Keith Oberman, And when, when they transferred over and they went out of the company, it became Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott. And for them to refer to Stuart Scott in that manner, the resident ghetto dude, the resident ghetto anchor, this makes ESPN look pathetic. It looks pathetic. And that also tells you that out in public, all of that woke persona they had been carrying on, guess what? Hypocrisy. Does it surprise us? No. Hypocrisy behind closed doors. Disney, ESPN were saying and doing things that doesn't look too flattering right now. Uh, I think this is, look, there is absolutely no Number one, Mike Hill, sorry, but there's no excuse for a black news network. What the hell is going on there? Uh, News should be for everybody and should be honest news. Uh, But I'm never in a million years going to condone any behavior where somebody is referred to in that manner. I can tell you long before corporate America, when I worked in it, you certainly better not refer to anybody of any skin color as being, quote, ghetto. I can tell you right now, that's not going to be looked upon too fondly, okay? And I'm in rural Texas, and that's been a while since I worked corporate America. But I'm just saying, you have to be a little bit more professional in your work environment, and now we're finding out that ESPN has been full of crap. They have been full of crap this entire time with all their identity politics, all their virtue signaling, they were full of it. They were full of it. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. ESPN has been exposed here. It's it, Look, and honestly, it's pretty funny to see the house burning down right now. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in
1: next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube, the no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
0: Oh boy, black and white sports fans. We got a very, very good video for you guys. Maria Taylor's days at ESPN could be numbered. It really could. Her contract expires here with the next couple of weeks. And we know it's reported that she wants Stephen A. Smith kind of money. Now, we all believe that Stephen A. Smith was getting eight million dollars per year. He's the highest paid person at ESPN and he is the draw. He's a bit time draw. When you think of ESPN, Stephen A. Smith is one of the first names that comes to your mind. Not Maria Taylor, even though her name is plastered all in the news nationwide because of controversy with Rachel Nichols. But she's not the draw. She absolutely is not to draw, But folks, we found out some new information yesterday. And this kind of was shocking to me when I found out about it yesterday. I was actually at the um, the car service uh, shop, car dealership, had some issues with my car. And then I see something pop up on my phone and I'm like, wait a minute. Is this real? And folks, it is real. It's real because I was actually uh, watching um Clay Travis on uh, OutKick, he dropped this. And now we have an article from, New- from the New York Post saying the same thing. Stephen A. Smith is making much more than $8 million per year. And apparently, Maria Taylor still wants Stephen A. Smith kind of money. Nah, no, she's not worth it, folks. So we're going to be talking about all of that in this video, guys. But first, make sure you guys check out blackandwhitenetwork.com for exclusive content. Grab a membership today. Membership plans just start at five dollars per month. Rose just put up a video over there about baseball, Brian Kemp and a whole bunch of other stuff that uh, YouTube does not like. So I can't even really tell you about it on this video here. But he went hardcore. Pick up a membership today so you can actually check out the video. But if you don't want to do that, just consider giving a one time donation by clicking the donation tab or shopping for the merch Use the discount code LachanaSuts S-U-X, all one word. And we're going to give you 21% off your purchase vote. So here we go, guys. The $12 million truth about Stephen A. Smith's ESPN deal. It says here, quite frankly, Stephen A. Smith is being paid. Actually, guys, he is macking it really, really hard, even compared to professional and college football coaches. We're going to go into that, too, because he is he is macking it hard. He's bit time. It says Smith's contract is for 12 million dollars per year, according to sources. As the Post previously reported, Smith's personal salary is eight million dollars a year, which is correct. And we have been talking about the eight million dollars per year. Everybody was spot on with that. But it says here, but he also has a four million dollar per year production contract. That makes the total compensation of the contract that he signed in late 2019, a five-year, $60 million deal. The Athletic first reported Smith's $12 million total compensation number, ESPN, declined comment. This has become relevant because Maria Taylor's contract with ESPN is up on July 20th, so 10 days from now, and she has been looking for Smith. Type money. I mean, this is almost hilarious now that we actually know about the 12 million dollar contract that Stephen A. Smith is actually getting paid. This is hilarious. Now, was she just talking about the base salary number? I don't know about that, but ESPN is only offer her three million dollars. So Stephen A. Smith is actually getting 12 million dollars. There is a nine million dollar gap. She's not getting that from ESPN. No way in hell that's happening. It says here, the Post reported that ESPN has offered a $3 million per year deal. Taylor's contract runs out the day of a potential game sits of the NBA Finals, which she is currently working. She currently makes $1 million per year. So if she truly wants Stephen A. Smith kind of money, folks, she would need 12 times that amount for a company that loses money. Think about that. A company that's losing money, she would need to get twelve times the amount to get Stephen A. Smith type of money. It goes on. It says uh, Smith's salary is not necessarily relevant to Taylor, as he is mostly an omnipresent opinion maker with two daily programs: First Take on ESPN and Stephen A's World on ESPN Plus. Besides his many appearances on other platforms, while Taylor is a host. And a reporter. Yeah, she doesn't have the same kind of duties as uh, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith is essentially pretty much his own brand at this point. Maria Taylor. No. And let's just put how much Stephen A. Smith is getting paid into perspective here. Check this out on out kick here. Stephen A. Smith makes more money than all but one head coach. Think about this. Let's scroll down here. Bill Belichick, 12.5 million dollars. So Belichick is the only coach that's making more than Stephen A. Smith. And that's barely. I mean, Stephen A. Smith makes more than Pete Carroll, John Gruden, Sean Payton, John Harbaugh. And the top football coaches, he's making over just about three million dollars more than Nick Saban. Think about that. More than Nick Saban and Maria Taylor wants Stephen A. Smith kind of money. So Nick Saban, Ed Orgeron, Dabo Sweeney, Jim Harbaugh, Jimbo Fisher, Stephen A. Smith is making more than all of them. He's making more than every single NBA coach as well. He made some million dollars more than Pop. Steve Nash is getting $8.7 million. He just became a coach. He's making more than Doc Rivers, Steve Kerr, Nick Nurse. And check this out, guys, between Popovich... Doc Rivers and Steve Kerr, they have a grand total of nine NBA championships. And Stephen A. Smith is getting paid more than all of those guys, all of them. But Maria Taylor wants Stephen A. Smith kind of money. This is hilarious, folks. It's going to be even more interesting now to see what's going to happen with Maria Taylor. She's not getting that eight million dollars. I mean, maybe ESPN will bump it up a little bit. Maybe, maybe four. And that's a maybe. I mean, they already offer a five million and they bump that down to three. I see the cap probably being about four million dollars. Now, will she actually take it? I don't know. We know there's a few other companies that um are in the midst for her, but there's no way any of these companies are going to give her Stephen A. Smith kind of money. Think of this. Stephen A. Smith. Has been at ESPN, I believe, since 2004. He signed this contract now that he's getting $12 million a year. In 2019, it took him 15 years to get to that point with ESPN. Maria Taylor essentially just got to ESPN. She is not worth that kind of money. She's not her own brand at all. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this, black and white sports fans? Oh, this is going to be really, really fun. The next 10 days to see where Maria Taylor will actually end up. If this series goes six games and you don't see her on TV, you'll probably know they cannot actually come to a deal. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports and we'll catch you next time.
1: Thanks for watching the show.